Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Training Bites podcast. My name's Phil. I'm continued to be joined by Nick today, and he wanted to speak about the training environment. Nick, take it away. Cool. Yeah, so I think everyone's pretty much heard it. Like, you know, the, you're the, five, the average of the five people you surround yourself with the most. Oh, a lot of people have not heard that before. No? Trust me. You reckon? Oh, trust me. <laughs> no. if, they, if they did, there wouldn't yeah. be so many toxic relationships. Right. Actually, yeah, that's true. Like, it's fucking, yeah. it's fucking obvious. <laughs> Yeah, but that's something that's really, really stuck out to me the last, especially like before the trip and after as well. Um, I guess in terms of a training environment, like I've been training at Adonis Athletics since, shit, I think 2013 now, and I love it. Everyone there is just, uh, the coaches of the me has done an awesome job of getting people with a similar mindset in, where people are just coming in, attacking their goals, getting after it. Uh, I can't stress the importance enough of that. Like you, the people, it works two ways. You're going to filter, whether you know it or not, onto the people around you. So I think obviously you've got to be careful of your body language and the messages you, that's coming across from what you're doing. But you're, whether you like it or not, going to be influenced by the people around you and the environment you're in. So it kind of goes for training, it goes for life. Um, so you really, really need to pay attention to who's around you and, and what you're giving them, but what also you're taking from them as well. Yeah, I think the training environment thing is especially important in, mm -hmm. well, not important, but very observable when you have specific places that produce athletes for X sport. So weightlifting, for example, mm -hmm. you have X or Y gym that consistently produces champions or high level athletes. And as much as it is the coaching that and the programming that does well for them, a lot of it is also because they've got this community of you, when you go in there, there's the top dogs and they're doing mm. their thing and that rubs off onto the medium people and that rubs off onto the low people. And yeah. I, the, the example I give is very simple. If you and I were in the same gym together and we're both 18, we're both five foot five. <laughs> um, we're both five foot five and we're both the same strength. If you hit a clean and jerk, then it's my turn. I, my ego is gonna say, <laughs> fuck, I gotta hit this because technically we're the same. Yeah. So, that's a very, very, it's, that's a very, very basic example of what you just said. But can you give us how this is relevant also to life? Yeah, definitely. So I think in one of the, um, the early podcasts we touched on how I was getting frustrated before. Yes. Yes. So most of my time before I was, I was spending at work. Um, so I think that started to filter on to, to where I was heading as well. I started to, you know, take, um, I guess, that environment and started to become that. Since coming back from the trip, I've been very, very lucky. Obviously, coming back and starting from scratch in terms of like work and business and things, uh, I'm lucky with the people I'm surrounded with at the moment. So I came back. Um, things, and this is, I guess, a bit of a tangent as well. Uh, when you know where you're heading and you just, even if you don't know how you're going to get there, when you start going towards it, like the universe is, is amazing. Things just start happening and doors start opening up. So come back, start working towards a goal, doors opening. Um, start working with Pay, who is absolute. She's a, she's a workhorse, she's a tiger, just goes after what she wants. So it uh, been amazing to spend more time with her. That's filtering onto me in terms of like motivation and drive and you know, work ethic. Um, Shane, the uh, owner of Rouse Hill Physio, who I'm doing education for, like for his staff. Again, he's a tiger as well. He's got his, his, his vision and he's just going after it. And, he's, and it's like, holy shit, I've got all these people now around me and it's just filtering onto me. And it's, it's so powerful. I feel so lucky. Yourself, uh, the people at um, Adonis, you know, Dan, all the coaches who I'm obviously spending more time training now around them. And it's just, holy shit, like it's just, I just feel so lucky and blessed to have this amazing environment around me. I can feel it filtering into me now. 
Here's a question for you. Yeah. You got all these go-getters. Mm. First of all, it's um, this is not anything on you, but yeah. you perceive them to be go-getters. Yeah. Um, at what point yeah. do you think there's ever going to be a point when you think you might, if you're getting something, if mm. you're constantly getting something, mm. is there anyone who is then losing because you're getting? As in me taking from them? Yeah. Or, or not, not just you, but like mm. say, let's just use an example. If pay yeah. is constantly mm. growing, 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 mm. growing, then, then let's, let's, let's be honest. Physio is a field mm. and within this field, there are people who, are, who need physios, right? Yeah. If she's constantly getting all the people who mm. want uh, powerlifting treatment yeah. from her, what about all the other physios who want to do the same thing? Right. So is, she, is, is there people missing out from what she's doing? Yeah. Well, I think in the nature of business, I guess um, it's possible. If there's going to be a set amount of powerlifters and theoretically say if they're all going to her, then there'd be less for others. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's a potential. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just something interesting that I read in um, Jordan Peterson's book, right. 12 Rules of Life, where yeah. it's you can't always be the one winning mm. because in a game to win one person's got to lose right. and that's business if one person wins somebody has to lose the goal of business i guess and and the game of life mm. is not to win or to lose it's to play right. if you keep winning no one's going to play with you which <laughs> means you can't win no more mm-hmm. right but, that, but that, that's the way i think about these things but sorry that was a bit of a tangent oh, i never really thought of that before yeah but my, my point is like uh, and i think it's really mm. good that all of us have these really good relationships that, yeah. are, that filter onto you. And going back to the environment thing, if people, if you're, you are inspired by people, then that's going to rub off on you and that passes off to other people. Yeah. But I personally, I'm cautious of the, I can't always be the one. And it's better if I'm not always the one getting what I want. Mm. Because if I'm getting what I want, there might be somebody who's not getting what they want. And essentially, essentially that we both lose at the end point because he's not doing it anymore mm. and I don't have anyone to compete with. And if you don't have competition, you can't get better. Right. Right. But that's the way I look at it. How do you, how do you find that point? How do you know if, you, if you're reaching that point where you're taking from someone else? Um, I don't think you can, but mm. in business, I'm not sure. But definitely in competition, yeah. the, I know that I'm doing, what I'm doing is more to the, to the point of sadism if, say, I'm competing and I only need a 121 kilo thin jerk to me, mm. for example. But I have the capacity to do 135. I only, I should only be doing 121 to win. Right. <laughs> I should not be doing 130. Why? Why? Because it's a blowout, mm. right? If it's a blowout, and and what is what is it gonna what is it gonna do to the next guy? Yeah, right. It's gonna be like, oh shit, I can't. There's no way I can beat Phil, so I'm not gonna do it no more. Possibly, possibly, mm. or he might chase me, and, and yes. that's good. Yeah. But if I just beat him by the minimum amount necessary then I'm actually just winning. I'm not demolishing his, his self-confidence by doing that. Mm. Same thing with business, right? If you have, in my opinion, if you, like, look at, if you have somebody who's earning $10 million from making, making cups and you have the small business owner who's making $1,000 from making cups. Yeah. If you're the big business owner, you just want to keep making $10 million, that's fine. He's going to keep making 1000 But if you want to take his 1000 you, 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 you do whatever you can to take that away, he's dead. And then you win, you get more money, mm. but what's that do to the other person? I don't know, that just, just some thoughts. Yeah, well, it's deep. 
Anyway, anyway, uh, next episode. <laughs> Eight minutes. Holy shit. We're losing it. <laughs>